stop waiting around for this bubble to pop. Sure, a couple sectors might change, but what made the bottom fall out last time was a lack of options and a lack of liquidity. That problem, that challenge does not exist anymore. Welcome, everybody, to the Chris Harder Show, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success, knowing that when good people like you make good money, they can then do great things. My name is Chris Harder, and several times per week, I will bring you epic guests, solo episodes, and every single tool, trick, and skill set you need to grow your business, grow your money mindset, and to grow your wealth to levels that you have never reached before. I've ended up in a unique place in life where I've got the experience, the connections, and all of the secrets that it takes to be successful. And I'm lifting the curtain to reveal it all to you in an effort to help put you in a position of abundance so great that you can then be as generous as possible. So let's lock arms and let's get started. And we're back with another episode of He Said, She Said. It's been an awesome couple days. So guys, to frame this, I'm running my elite mastermind right now. So it's a year long. By the way, this is not an ad. I'm telling you what happened today. <laughs> it's a year <laughs> long and we meet twice during that year. It's everyone who has a business above a half a million dollars a year, but typically everyone in that room is seven figures and above. And we come together twice a year for three and a half days and we learn and we collaborate and we do exercise. It's like, it's awesome. And part of that is I bring in really incredible guest speakers that you probably wouldn't ever get to be with in an intimate room of, you know, 30 people. And today's guest speakers were Dan Fleischman, the genius marketer, which I think he has his hands in every single famous company out there and no one knows his hands are in it. He is the most understated, successful person I, I might have ever mm -hmm. met. And then the incredible... Allie Webb and her fiance, Adrian Kaler. And let me just tell you, everyone's minds were like blown. I think I saw smoke and hearts, <laughs> if that's possible, floating above their heads. I think it just speaks volumes and really talks about the importance of being in rooms with people who are light years ahead of you and rooms with people who are a little ahead of you. Just make sure that you get in rooms where people are ahead of you. Because I have to tell you, I went in, I wasn't able to make it in the morning, but I made it in the afternoon for Adrian and Allie. And it was just such a reminder of what happens when you are in those spaces with people who have been where you want to be and done what you want to do. It's an actual tangible feeling. Mm -hmm. It is an up-leveling listening to them. It's like literally feeling like you get to experience a bit of your five-year future self yeah. is an accelerator. It puts you on this rocket ship and you actually get to tap into their energy. Mm -hmm. Like for one moment in time or however long they're speaking, you are an insider, a fly on the wall. Like you are getting these secrets of how to do it, what to expect. And even for me as your wife, like it is so life-changing to go to these things and get to hear from these people who have been there, done that. And it'll be like these, I'll just walk away with like three to five just nuggets of wisdom that rock my world and change my life and change what I'm talking about and change what I'm thinking, change how I walk, change how I think about my company. And that's why I'm so obsessed with what you do. But we want to share some of what happened in that room today with you. I mean, like, how cool is this? You actually get to hear some of the things that really rocked our worlds. So do you want to share kind of your insider lesson that you took away or do you want me to share one of mine? 
I'll share one first, and I'll have to think of some other ones too, but Adrian Kaler, who is Ali Webb's fiance, and he's like one of the most epic business coaches, and he loves helping with conflict within companies and really helps with conversation and opening up communication with teams. He's really incredible with that. And he said, the thing that you are pretending not to be is the thing that is essentially driving everything out. Can I rephrase it? Yes, please do. He said, what do you know for sure that you spend way too much time trying to prove is false? Oh, yeah. What what do you know for sure that you spend way too much time trying to prove is false? In other words, you know you're never going to prove that this thing isn't true. You know you got to do something. You know you got to face something. But we spend years being like, example that was used in the room, Somebody knows they're bad at money management. Like, that's the fact. What do you know for sure? They know they're bad at money management. But they keep kicking the bucket down the road mm-hmm. saying, well, maybe this launch will fix it for me. Maybe when I get to this earning potential, I can out-earn it. Maybe when my business gets here, they know that even when they make more, their broken money fundamentals are going to cause them the same problems, even though there's more money coming in. Mm-hmm. So that's an example of what do you know to be absolutely true that you're spending way too much time trying to prove false. Yeah. And it's interesting because it can be taken like, oh my God, well, I don't even want to answer that, but there's so much power in that answer. And Adrian made the point when he said it that, you know, he was saying, you know, sometimes I don't think I'm smart enough. I don't feel X, Y, and Z way, you know, when I walk into rooms and, you know, people were like, how do you not feel that way? But I think we can all relate to that. And he was saying, what I don't want to be doing is making these decisions for my life based off of this realizing that so for me it is like I don't feel smart enough I feel worried about I'm not working hard enough like what if people think I'm lazy what if I'm not achieving enough what if I'm not relevant anymore like I'm so scared of those things so for me I tend to make decisions like well what would make me feel opposite of that you know what would make me not feel that way oh i need more projects maybe i should do another write another book maybe i should find out how to get another fitness cover maybe i should and it's what it makes me do is take a step back and go do i really want those things or is it coming from that decision of i'm not enough will i not be relevant am i not smart enough are people going to think i'm lazy are they going to think i'm not working hard enough on this company unless i really appear to be like burning myself out and the point is to not be making decisions from that place so one of my biggest takeaways was when dan was teaching and i mean we covered everything he is the foremost expert right now in blockchain and nfts in any business model along with social media. I don't know if people know this. He has an agency that spends $60 million a year on influencer marketing. Literally nuts. Just paying influencers $60 million a year, obviously to thousands and thousands of them, from the Kardashians on down, you know, connecting brands to them and facilitating that ad spend. That's insane, right? Mm -hmm. So when it comes to marketing, he's a genius. Social media, he's a genius. NFTs and blockchain, he's a genius. And investing is a genius. And we covered all those things today. But the biggest point we drew from those areas of expertise, remember, he's got his hands in probably 30 different popular companies that all of you listening know right now. What we drew from that is somebody asked him, they said, are you worried about a bubble popping? Everyone's running around saying, oh, bubble's about to pop. Oh, bubble's about to pop. And it causes people to take pause, right? It causes them to say, I'm not going to start this business yet, or I'm not going to buy the the home yet, or I'm not going to do this, or I'm not going to do that yet until after the bubble pops. And he said, you're going to be waiting an awfully long time because the bubble's not popping this time the way it ever has in the past. 
And this is what I've been teaching too, by the way. He said a couple things. There is so much new wealth being created in so many new ways with this Web 3.0, right? Blockchain mm -hmm. technology that it'll outrun any kind of traditional cyclical bubble popping. It'll backfill that, right? Because mm -hmm. there's too much money in the system. Number two, he said the key difference between like 2008, 2009, when we all experienced that horrible recession and now is a very special thing in your pocket. And that is your iPhone. He said, think about 2008, 2009. Sure, there might have been some Blackberries, but we did not have a supercomputer in our pocket where if you lose your job, you can quickly start selling things from your phone. If you lose your job, you can start Ubering. If you lose your job, you can start DoorDashing. If you lose your job, you can start selling NFTs. You can do anything. You can run any business from here. That did not exist. Mm -hmm. So people have so many more options to backfill the income when a certain sector starts to go down. So let's say you're a realtor. And let's say that the housing market slows down. The reason why it doesn't create this massive bubble popping this time is because, sure, as a realtor, you might experience some pain, but now you can quickly use this supercomputer in your pocket to, to sell pivot. virtual land. Right? Say, hey, <laughs> we know a friend that's I know shutting I'm down making a, joke, a $30 million dollar a year business to yeah. be the largest virtual real estate agent in that I, wild. I just sold a New York City block to The Sims. <laughs> How much did you make, baby? It made $20 billion. Did you see my stories yesterday? The very first owl that you made fun of me for buying the NFT. Mm -hmm. Did you see an almost identical one sold for $160,000 yesterday? I did. And I had to look on your stories because I thought our owl sold. Yep. I mean, um, it's identical. But it didn't. Yep. So it's someone else's. <laughs> is that wild? It is. Why do you think that one sold for that? I don't know, but I'm doing some digging to find out. Yeah, Anybody want to buy an owl that doesn't really exist? Ooh, ooh, who wants tell you to what, buy it? If you're listening, I'll give it to you for 149 ooh, grand. That's a who, who wants to buy. <laughs> <laughs> Is this where we gain loser or gain gain? We gain losers or, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah we, we do. We gain listeners or lose listeners right here. <laughs> Can you say one more thing in owl talk? It's never a what? It's a who who who. <laughs> oh, don't put me on the lesson spot. Lesson from an owl. I like it. It's yeah, never that was a what? Business owl. It's the who. Business owl NFT. That what one if, I, what if you started doing this entire show from the perspective of business owl? My life would be a lot more fun. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we need to explore that. <laughs> and yeah, so guys, the punchline was stop waiting around for this bubble to pop. Sure, a couple sectors might change, but what made the bottom fall out last time was a lack of options and a lack of liquidity. That problem, that challenge does not exist anymore. That's really crazy because if you would have asked me then when we were losing everything, what can you do? I mean, I literally looked at like, what is my like physical skill set and where can I go work? Where are my thoughts? And now it would be, what can I sell on Facebook? What can I learn about? What can I even start selling from my house? Like mm -hmm. what in my house could I sell on Facebook to get money? How could I go, you, you know, buy online and flip? Oh my God. How could I start a business? How could I start an online business? How like you just sell your, your expertise to your service from your phone. Oh my God. Do you want to know what is insane? How lucky people are and we are to have Google. Like Google, what are income producing online strategies or businesses? Like we did not have that. I feel like Google and obviously not the actual web page, but the ability to search the internet has taken away every single excuse to not be successful or have the life you want. Mm -hmm. Now, let me be clear. I'm not saying everyone starts from the same place, but what I'm saying is everybody, at least who's able to listen to this podcast, has the ability to Google 
their way down a freaking rabbit hole until they get every answer, every video, every training, everything they need for free, Mm -hmm. for free, and then apply that knowledge. And that's why we live in the greatest time ever right now. We all have the same information. We all have access to the same information, which is really cool, but also kind of like that moment where you're realizing- Why aren't you using it? (laughs) We're not using it. Like I- I Googled my way to starting this company. I literally Googled everything. You can Google what are ways to raise money if you want to start a company. And it'll tell you what the three main ways are. I Googled how do I formulate a beverage if I want to start a beverage company. And yeah, you have to play with some of the questions that you ask, but 30 to 60 minutes in, you've got your question. You've figured it out and you can really start. I mean, that's the truth of it, guys. I Googled my way to learning how to start a beverage company. Anyhow, we wanted to share those intimate lessons from those takeaways from our mastermind, you know, and this the elite level mastermind. Remember, that's for businesses above half a million bucks. At the time that you're listening to this, you have just a few days left to enroll in the more entry level, right? For businesses below a half a million dollars a year. For entry-level and mid-level businesses, you have about a few days left to enroll in Fast Foundations. So remember, that's the program that we built mm-hmm. and proven and sold to our good friends, RT and Jim, who are in some ways even more brilliant than us and are going to take this thing to the next level. And one of the things they did is they brought it back in person. So the way we're meeting in person mm-hmm. with everyone from the Elite Mastermind, if you want to be in Fast Foundations, you're going to be meeting in person for that. And you're going to be meeting Lori and I in person. because we are so Right. We are there teaching in the flesh, even though we sold it. We want to see you. We want to meet you. If we already know you, we want to collab. Like we literally want you there in that room. Now, there's a few spots left and a few days left. It's not scarcity. It's a fact. So if you want to be in person with us twice this year, twice, go to fastfoundations.com and grab your spot. I'm not kidding. Go to fastfoundations.com. The clock's ticking. Do it now. Don't make excuses. The same people who aren't Googling their way to answers are the same people that are going to skip this. The doers, they're going to go to fastfoundations.com right now and come see us in person. So grateful for you always. We will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success.